3: Everybody online, looking good.
4: I'm kind
5: of in the mood for some stimulating conversation. Start sequence. Five,
3: four, three, two, one.
5: And now, Christian talk. Get in on the discussion now. Lines are open. And now, here's your host, Richie L.
4: Yeah, 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 it's me couple of websites, Christian Talk that Rocks.net or christiantalkthatrocks.com. Live on our email address is talktorichiel at gmail.com, T-A-L-K-T-O-R-I-C-H-I-E-L at gmail.com, talktorichiel at gmail.com. There's several ways to get this broadcast in podcast format. Here's just a handful. There's a lot more than this. Uh, let's try uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah, how about that? Spotify, Apple. Teaser, CastBox, Spreaker, Pandora, just to name a few. Flagship station, WMVA, The Gold Rush, uh, which we broadcast Friday's show, Today's show, on Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern. Uh, Of course, they can be found at WMVARadio.com, Odyssey.com, and uh, let's see, Radio.net. Also... Uh newest affiliate, Net News Network at net, where uh, hopefully a little later on this evening, maybe tomorrow, uh, this show will be up. So They take select episodes, one or two a week, and uh, those go up on Net News Network at net. You can download those absolutely free, no charge. By the way, Net News Network is a very unique kind of a news site, if you will, and they are real news. It's not the kind of stuff you're probably used to seeing on the main stink media network outlets and so on and so forth. Anyway, uh, they uh, uh, have graciously accepted a number of months back this podcast to be part of a regular uh, feature there on netnewsnetwork.net, and we are very happy about that. Also streaming live via Thunderous Radio. By the way, the hyperlinks for Thunderous Radio can be found at at .com. Also, you can search streaminter.com. MyTuner.com, and Radio.net for um, Thunderous Radio. You can also search Radio.net, by the way, for this show. This show's at Radio.net. Uh, Christian talked That Rocks. So we're out there. We're everywhere. We're ev- worse we're than the NSA. We're everywhere. I mean, we're, the NSA, I think, is jealous of this show. <laughs> We've got more outlets than they do. Speaking of Big Bro, in organizations like the NSA and others, We are in a time where um, Big Bro is definitely watching, where the deep state, I hesitate to use that phrase, and I have for a long time, deep state, but I think it's probably becoming more and more appropriate, or maybe even deeper state. But we have, let's just say, an, an arm, actually multiple arms, of our federal government, which is way out of control and has broken the bounds of the Constitution. Did that probably some time ago, a long time ago, but has just it's continuing to run that direction, way beyond its bounds. And we have multiple agencies, bureaucrats, and organizations that spy on you. And this is not my opinion. This is not just simply my opinion. I'm going to hear, let you hear a clip in just a minute. But a U.S. inspector general is, is basically admitting that, admitting that before U.S. lawmakers, so, again, not just my opinion. How far out do the tentacles of Big Bro reach? Well, they go out there pretty far. This being reported by about Bob Bundu World Daily. Inspector General cannot dispute that 10,000 bureaucrats could spy on Americans. No one would have a basis to disagree with that assessment. Let's hear a clip in just a sec. Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz testified before Senate Judiciary uh, Committee. Inspector General for America's Department of Justice cannot dispute that there could be 10,000 bureaucrats with the ability to spy on Americans. What if I.G. Michael Horowitz was able to confirm to a congressional hearing uh, was that the FBI has done 3.45 million warrantless, warrantless, that's a violation of your Constitution by the way, warrantless backdoor searches of Americans' communications. And that the error rate for those was about 30%. Roughly 3 out of 10. That means at least about a million. You and me so far. okay? That a uh, million warrantless backdoor searches of American communications and the error rate for those 30%, meaning there were more than a million erroneous searches poking around in your stuff erroneously. Without warrant, by the way, in violation of the Fourth Amendment. In your constitution, okay? These people, these people are acting. It's like there's no, there is no constitution. They don't care. They're gonna do what they want to do, regardless. Well, there's a name for that. It's called tyranny. It's called tyranny. When you start calling things what they are, Let's not patty cake things. That's not. Uh, uh, try to assuage people's feelings. You know, I know we live in the age of Oprah and Dr. Drew where the highest crime, and I've documented it on this show, one of the highest crimes a person can commit in this land is to hurt somebody's feelings. When we are going to get into that. I'm going to show you what's happening in, in one of our states who apparently has just uh, scratched out the First Amendment of the Constitution, which, by the way, says that your freedom of speech should not be abridged, but they've got a bill uh, in a particular state, we're going to get into it here in a, in a little while, uh, to abridge freedom of speech in violation of the First Amendment of the Constitution. You want to know why I keep telling you that local elections, state elections, local elections are important? Because a lot of those folks are just pretty much flipping the middle digit to your Constitution and your God-given rights, codified in the Bill of Rights. They're just like, well, forget that. Those don't exist anymore. See, we call that, there again, there is a word for that known as tyranny. Tyranny. We've got to start calling things what they are. These are little tyrants running around. This is tyranny. Remember, we fought a revolution against tyranny, against a king, and not just a king, but parliament. We fought a revolution against our own parliament. We had a parliamentary system that we were under back in the day, in the 1700s, well, even before that. But in 1776, when uh, several folks got together, like, you know, Tom Jefferson and John Adams, Ben Franklin, a few others, john hancock and decided to draft up a declaration of independence remember we didn't simply revolt under a king we revolted under a representative form of government although we weren't really being represented in it true enough but a parliamentary system the whole thing we said forget it we're done why because of tyranny Uh, this, the comments come before the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Appropriations Subcommittee on Crime and Federal Government Surveillance concerning how a law this designed to protect Americans has been weaponized against them. I don't know, gee, like maybe the Patriot Act, FISA courts. Show me, please, in the Constitution where there's a place for secret courts, star chambers, which they did have, by the way. and We were still under uh, the rule of Great Britain. It's almost as if, you know, I mean, we're coming to a point where we need to write an apology letter to uh, King Charles, Bonnie King Charles, who's, who's about to be coronated here any, any day or minute. You, you're going to sit around and watch that? I'm not. Um, but we might as well send him an apology letter. So, you know, we were kind of wrong, I guess, back in the 1776 thing. Will you accept us back under the fold of tyranny? We were wrong. Uh, Horowitz has been, uh, was uh, being questioned by Representative Matt Gates. Let me let you hear this clip. This is Matt Gates grilling uh, Horowitz. And Horowitz uh, to his credit I mean didn't hold back too much. Kind of confirmed what we've all known and what's been going on. But again, warrantless searches, backdoor searches in your emails, phone information, things of that nature for what purpose and what reason? In violation, by the way, of the of the, of the uh, Fourth Amendment, which uh, is against warrantless searches and seizures, unless there's some kind of really uh, smoking gun, emergency, uh, state of the moment, probable cause, uh, and that's and that is often abused by folks stretched out of context. And by the way, a lot of warrants that are written these days are general warrants, which is what the British, again, referring back to those folks, what the British use, and those are unconstitutional. General warrants are unconstitutional. Sometimes even when they get a warrant, it's not a constitutional warrant. Remember, all the things in the Fourth Amendment that are there must be satisfied in a warrant, every one of them, not just one or two. All of them, in order for it to be a constitutional legal warrant, all four of those things must must be addressed in that warrant. Or it's a general warrant, and it's unconstitutional, not my opinion. The Supreme Court has said as much many, 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 many decades ago. All right, constitutional scholars will will admit, well, yeah, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. Which then begs the question: Why do they use? Why, why do many law enforcement agencies, especially especially federal ones, use general warrants and not the type prescribed in the Fourth Amendment? Good question. Need an answer to that. And there and there's uh, too many uh, lily livered. Uh, judges and lawyers it won't challenge that when well, it's right there in the constitution i mean it's right there you can wave it and say hey this uh, this violates this right here doesn't work violates the fourth amendment right here didn't you swear an oath your honor to uphold the the the, the constitution did not these officers swear an oath okay well you then you're in violation of your oath if you ignore this i mean people need to start saying that openly in courtrooms a judge might get mad throw down a gavel you're in contempt fine i'll write the check I'm still right, though. I'm still right. Let me let you hear the clip. And again, this is a, a U.S. Inspector General, Department of Justice, right? Not just some guy spouting off, right? Um.
6: I get it to play here. Here we go. You didn't want to play? I, I want to get into... Four million backdoor searches that the ranking member pointed out in his opening statement, uh, Mr. Inspector General, how should the public think about those? Well, I think what we've seen in the various public reports, um, and I'm limited in what I can say about what's public, which I think is one of the issues, by the way. Oh, come public, on, get over that transparency here. Um, it's it's obviously very concerning that there's that volume of searches. Um, and particularly concerning the error rate that was reported on in the last two years um, in the public reporting. Now and that
0: error rate was what?
6: Um, I believe it was around thirty um, percent. I think, fellow members, I think it's around thirty percent. Um, well, thirty. Per, I, I'm a lawyer, not a mathematician, but three point four million, about thirty percent. You're talking about seven figures of error in terms of these searches. I'm wondering how many people can perform these
3: backdoor queries i'm
7: going to defer to board members because you have the review ongoing i'm
3: afraid i don't have those figures at my fingertips
7: in terms of the number of uh-huh. people that, uh,
4: you were them, coming to uh, testify you don't have figures
0: yeah, i'll uh, the, the homework expressed in the question that we need to uh have greater safeguards, and I urge Congress to call a requirement for FISA court review of these kinds of searches to protect yeah, Americans' Fourth 4, Amendment
6: yeah, rights. 3. Four million backdoor searches, more than a million of them in error. Uh, if I represent to you that we believe there may be north of ten thousand people in the federal government that can perform those queries, would anyone here have a basis to disagree with that assessment? No. Did
4: you get that? Did you get that? Well, there needs to be some protections, and Congress is going to be some protections from safeguards from Pfizer. Well, how about this? How about abolishing the Pfizer Courts, for starters? Where's the constitutional allowance for a Pfizer Court? It doesn't exist. You won't find it in your Constitution. In fact, you'll find a lot of just the opposite. It's simply called the Fourth Amendment. How about just follow the freaking Fourth Amendment? Let's just do that. Congress doesn't need to do anything. You idiots need to follow the Fourth Amendment. The FISA court needs to be abolished. The Patriot Act needs to go down the toilet. I was one of the few voices, and I caught a lot of hell, let me tell you, especially from a lot of GOPers. And by the way, God has not spelled GOP, my fellow Christians. But a lot of GOPers and a lot of P- folks at the time, and I was a fan of George W. I voted for him. But then all of a sudden, it's like, who are you and what did you do with George W.? Because all of a sudden it was about to, to hell with Americans' rights, to hell with the Constitution, to hell with the Fourth Amendment, to hell with all that, and we're going to just have this Patriot Act. We can just grab you, throw you in jail and forever, and really not ever even bring you to trial uh, to heck with all of it. Well, gosh, they do that in Russia and China and, and, and Iran. What's the difference? And secret courts? Oh, and these secret courts will never be used on people. It's only for the terrorists, only for the bad guys. it will never be used on It'll never be used on Americans. You got know, to tell that to Carter Page. This stuff's got to go away. Don't hold your breath, I know. But this stuff's got to go away. But here's what else needs to start happening. Here's what else needs to start, ta- start happening. Gmail, Google, high-tech companies need to get out of bed with the federal government. The phone companies need to get out of bed with the federal government. And when somebody from the FBI or the NSA or the DOJ or the uh, DHS or the ABCDFG calls and says, hey, uh, we need access to John Smith's uh, emails here and his phone records, you need to say, hey, where's the warrant? Well, you know, no, I, we need to see a warrant signed off on by a federal judge. And by the way, our attorneys tell us it needs to satisfy everything in the Fourth Amendment. Well, you know, this is kind of a problem. We don't care. Give us the Fourth Amendment or, and thank you for your time. Click and hang up. That's what needs to also start happening. It's called noncompliance, peaceful, 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 noncompliance. And those wimps who run high tech industries like the man child Zuckerberg, and that's exactly what he is. I saw that when he was testifying before Congress. He was, he, he's still 19 years old in his head. He's still 19 years old. He's a man child. He had to have his little daddy lawyers around him tell him what to say and what not to say. Because you've got men ch- children running high-tech industries who don't know what the heck they're doing and, and who don't have gut thank God for Elon. he's not even from here. Guy's from South Africa. You have men children and, w- and women children running high-tech industries who don't have the guts or the understanding of our constitution, who have the guts to stand up to these folks and say, uh, buzz off." In fact, we'll see you we'll see you in court. How about that? We'll see you in court and leave our subscribers and people alone. Show us the hard evidence and show me a a warrant signed off on by a federal judge that satisfies all the things in the Fourth Amendment we'll chat. Otherwise, go away. That needs to start happening more and more than it does. It happens once in a while, but it needs to happen across the board. And this kind of nonsense will stop. When they finally realize it doesn't work and their threats don't work, then they'll have to go to a judge and get a constitutional warrant signed off on by a federal judge and then go do what they want to do. You got the warrant, fine. Search all day. But come, come at us with an actual real warrant. And while you're at it, let's, let's see if Congress, if anybody in Congress has the guts to repeal the Patriot Act and abolish the FISA court, an unconstitutional court. There is no impetus in the Constitution for secret courts. Uh, if, in fact, the Constitution makes it clear that your trials are to be public because a lot of shenanigans happens behind closed doors. In kangaroo courts, Jesus himself was a victim of a kangaroo court held by the Sanhedrin. We've seen how kangaroo courts tend to go, little secret courts. It usually doesn't go well. The courts need to be open. The secrety secrety stuff I mean uh, and uh, things that are done sneakily let's put it this way except for maybe your surprise birthday party things that are done sneakily nine times out of ten that means there's something rotten going on when somebody's being sneaky there's your sign more Christian talk that
5: rock straight ahead buckle off. More talk continues next with Richie L. More
6: Christian talk that rocks next. Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only $89.99 at Suit City. Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits, and blazers. And suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacy Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties, and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best. Suit City has pasta robes, men's suits, and dress suits, blazers plus men's shirts. Why rent a tuxedo when you can buy at Suit City at only $89.99. Visit our website at SuitCityUSA.com That's SuitCityUSA.com SuitCityUSA.com Look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City with stores in Collinsville, Danville, and Rono. Hi,
5: I'm Danny Ilo. You may know me as an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill the values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So, remember to hire smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call 888 888- 44 salute or visit saluteheroes.org. Now, a man who will be spending
4: eternity in non smoking. Your host, Richie L. So, in, uh, in Minnesota, up in Minnesota. They've got this, gosh, uh, they've got this gosh G darn bill up there in Minnesota, eh? I'm in Minnesota. I know I'm making fun of Minnesotans. Why not? <clears throat> Minnesotans are great people. I've known a lot of them. But y'all kind of talk funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, arguing COVID came from China, <clears throat> pardon me, could land you on Minnesota's government bias registry, that according to a new bill. Apparently, lawmakers in Minnesota never fully read the First Amendment, and especially that part about freedom of speech shall not be abridged. <laughs> uh, this being reported by Alexander Hall, Fox News. Um, in fact, uh, one lawmaker warned against the hazardous nature of biased rhetoric, even if it is not violent or criminal in nature. You could still be put on a on a watch list, on a naughty list. Uh, by the powers that be in the state of Minnesota. Minnesota lawmakers, Representative Harry Niska and Representative Samantha Vang, sparred, and we'll let you hear the clip in a minute, sparred about a proposed legislation that would log lawfully protected speech for being too biased. Leaning a little bit too much towards the hate end of the spectrum. By the way, the Supreme Court a few years back said there is no hate speech clause in the First Amendment. That hate speech, or speech that hurts your feelings, is protected, and that was, by the way, unanimous decision of a Supreme Court. When we are they really unanimous on anything? And they were right for a change. There is no hate speech clause or hurt feelings clause in the First Amendment. I know that in this age of Oprah and Dr. Drew, the highest crime or one of the highest crimes that can be committed in this nation is to hurt somebody's feelings, because it's all about feelings. And I predicted that. I said that on the show several years back. We're coming to a time when you could be put on watch lists and you could be arrested. You could be jailed for what you say in terms of hurting somebody's feelings, in terms of you being accused of promoting hate speech or violent speech or something along those lines. You could be quoting the Bible. Oh, that's violent rhetoric. Oh, that's hate speech. That's racist speech. We're going to jail for that. They do that in Canada, by the way. You want to know why Canada has a red flag? A lot of red on the flag because they're Marxists. Uh, Minnesota State Representative are asked during a uh, uh, Harry Niska R. Uh, asked he's a Republican asked during a debate on the new bill whether f- the f- praise, for example, for Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling or arguing that COVID originated in China would qualify as bias speech. It would put citizens on a government database watch list, a naughty list. Let me let you hear this exchange now again. I keep saying, guys, we got to focus local, not just simply up, up what's going on at the top, of the ladder, on the federal level. You got to look at what's happening on your state level and your local levels, because there's a lot of crazy junk happening there, a lot of craziness. This is just one example. I could do this all day long that I pulled out of the hat today of craziness. It, it state elections and who you vote for in local elections matters. There's several local. There's several. Uh, Local elections happening. I think in Texas, is there one going on in Texas today? I don't remember. Or coming up soon. You know, and in these local elections, it's like nobody goes and votes for I me. Mean, the general elections, everybody goes out and vote, but the local, like, eh, hey, well, whatever. This <laughs> is a local election. I don't care. You better start caring. You better really start caring and getting involved. This is where the real action is. Not up top, but, but down ballot, downstream. Lower elections, state elections, Re- voting for state representatives, because this is the kind of garbage you get from, from jack wagons who are not reading the Constitution and who think that their state somehow needs to be a constitutional-free zone in violation of the Supremacy Clause of the Constitution, by the way. Let me let you hear this exchange between these two um, Minnesota representatives. I don't know. I know it gets cold in Minnesota. Maybe brain cells freeze up. I don't know. Something's going on but it's like they've decided, you know, the Constitution, ask the ass Constitution. forget it, we're going to... If there's some kind of speech we think might be just a little, <laughs> we're going to put you on... It may not be criminal, but you know, I'll keep an eye on you. Really? Like they do in China? Communist China? Like they do in Iran under the mullahs? Like they do in Russia? Like they do in Venezuela? Like they do down in Cuba? You mean places like that? Huh. So... It's it's. It, are we going to be calling it L, L Minnesota now? L L Minnesota. Or the People's Republic of Minnesota? Is that what we need to start calling it now? The People's Republic Soviet State of Minnesota. Is that what is, we're going to be having to refer to Minnesota? Is that here in a few days or years? Is that where we're headed? Yeah, I don't know.
2: Madam Speaker and Representative Vang, if a, a Minnesotan writes an article uh, claiming or arguing that COVID-19 is a Chinese bioweapon that w- leaked from the from a lab in Wuhan, and someone reports that article to the Department of Human Rights, is that something that Department the, of the Department Rights. of Human Rights should put in their uh, bias registry under your bill?
8: Representative Vang. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Uh, Representative Niska, uh, you know, not all incidents uh, are are considered, I guess, violent or um, criminal, as I said before. And so this clearly, if with the rhetoric that we have seen since the pandemic and uh, regarding um, accusing Asians of bringing in the coronavirus, uh, that uh, is bias motivated. And so that can be considered uh, a bias incident. Representative
2: Niska.
4: Words, yeah, you'll be uh, on the Thank you, Madam Naughty Speaker. Loose.
2: I think I heard uh, yes to that. A um, uh, yes to that, which is very troubling to me. Um, that that someone uh, making a, a factual argument uh, along those lines, I think, is something that's within uh, political discourse would be uh, included in the Department of Human Rights database. Let me ask you another question, though. If Representative Vang would yield. She will yield. Representative Niska. Thank you, Madam Speaker. And Representative Vang, if a, if a Minnesotan is wearing a T-shirt uh, that says, I love JK Rowling, and someone sees that and reports them to the Minnesota Department of Human Rights uh, as, an, as an example of uh, gender identity or gender expression bias, is that something that the Minnesota Department of Human Rights should put in this, uh, in this uh, bias database?
8: Representative Vang. Thank you, Madam Speaker and Representative Niska. Uh, you know. I think this question will f- best uh, be answered by the lawyers. I'm not a lawyer myself. I think in the language of provision, bill. Uh looked at the language to make sure that the a law? substantial part of any Making incident has to be related oh, to uh, bias and hate and motivated. Um, and so I will, t- you know, I'm not going to say a yes or no to that mm-hmm. question. Um, it is really up to the uh, uh, um, those um, investigating to decide whether the, there is a stance. Stances, um,
4: uh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Enough of that. Enough of that. She has, In other words, she has no idea what she's talking about. And this is the problem. You've got incompetence. See, incompetence tends to breed incompetence. Ignorance tends to breed ignorance. Deception tends to breed deception. All right? Those tend to go hand in hand. This is a woman who has not read the Constitution. Or if she had, doesn't care, or didn't understand it take your pick. She either is like, well, constitution, small Constitution. you know, we need a new one because it was written by a bunch of old white slave owners. So, you know, with all that and, uh, or, or she's <clears throat> just that ignorant. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I don't know her and I don't know where she's coming from on that. I can just judge what's coming out of her mouth. I can't judge her heart because I'm not God, but I can judge what's coming out of her mouth. Jesus said that out of the treasures of the heart, the mouth will speak. And I can tell you right now, the treasures in the heart are, uh, They're not genuine gold and silver. They're plastic based on what's coming out of her mouth. She has no idea what she's talking about. Or she does and just could care less about constitutional rights and freedom of speech and all of that, which is greatly under attack. First Amendment's under attack for a reason. Because, you see, when you speak the truth, that damages false narratives. That damages a lot of garbage and deception that's flying around right now. See, it's like kryptonite to Superman. It It tends to nullify it. jesus said the truth will set you free there is power in truth understand something gang there is power in truth and when you speak the truth you have power they know this this is why they don't want you speaking truth this is why they want you scared to death even open your mouth forget the first amendment this is why you're being silenced on social media this is why there are government entities doing their best to silence you on, on social media, control narratives, the mainstream media to be propagandistic, and control narratives because they don't want the truth coming out. Because the truth is dangerous. Let me tell you something, gang. We're living in a time when truth is very revolutionary. To speak truth is incredibly revolutionary. That tells you the time of day and the dangerous time of day in which it is. Which I've been harping on this show for a long, long time. Check, check. Is this mic on? Check. You hear me? Check. I've been talking about this for a long time. We're there. We're there. And it's time to speak the truth boldly, fearlessly. Doesn't matter whose feelings you're going to hurt. You're not responsible for people. One of the most liberating things I was told one time by a counselor is, you know, Rich, you're not responsible for other people's feelings and their reactions. They are. Now, I don't go out of my way to be an obnoxious jerk, but when when and where appropriate, I speak the truth. If somebody doesn't like it, oh, well. Believe you me, I've made a lot of enemies over the years. (laughs) I've made a lot of enemies. I've ticked off people in my family. I've annoyed some old friends and lost a few. I don't care. I'm going to speak the truth. I don't care who gets rubbed wrong by it. Get over yourself. Put on your big boy pants or your big girl panties and deal with it. It's time to start speaking the truth boldly and fearlessly, regardless of who screams, who has a conniption fit and calls you names. When people start calling you names after you've spoken the truth, that means means they've already lost the argument. They have nothing else to come at you with but just to start using ad hominems. There's nothing left. The argument's over. Now, that's what you've it. At that point, you can just grin and laugh and walk away at them as they scream because they've got nothing left. That's all that's left. That's the last arrow in their quiver. That's the last bullet in the gun, if I may speak uh, metaphorically. That's all they've got They're just throwing an egg at you. They have nothing left because there's no logic left. There's no argument. There's no reason left in their reasoning. It's all gone. You blew it out of the water. The truth tends to nullify the lies. That's why it says in the Bible that, that your, your your greatest offensive, uh, uh, really offensive weapon is the sword, the word of truth. You whip that out on the devil, he runs. He flees. Jesus spoke the word of God when, when he was out in the wilderness and was you know uh, fasting for 40 days and all that, and praying and so forth. Satan finally comes to him. Notice that every single time Satan told him some BS, Jesus hit back with him with the law. He quoted the Bible. He quoted Deuteronomy, actually. He quoted the law. Why? Because Scripture says that, that sin finds opportunity in the law. See, Satan's like a jailhouse lawyer. He's trying to find opportunity in the law. But Jesus hit him with Deuteronomy with the law, with God's word every single time, and it pushed him back all three on all three occasions. Finally on the third one, he said, That's it, I'm out of here. Because he can't he can't deal with the truth. Jesus said about Satan there's not one iota, not one microscopic particle of truth within him. Can you imagine that? In other words, from from the top of his head to the tip of his toenails, there is no truth within him. Not one microscopic particle particle not one atomic particle of truth he's eat up with deception from stem to stern so when you throw truth at him and his pals his minions eventually they can't handle it and they scatter they run they flee because they cannot deal with truth because they are purveyors of deception and themselves eat up with deception they are completely corrupt with deception so understand the power that truth has in it understand the power of god's word now again this doesn't mean you go around being abusive with it and being obnoxious but when when appropriate when the, and it's appropriate now let me tell you the times we're in is very appropriate and very necessary to speak the truth yes speak it in love but speak it speak it boldly speak it loudly if necessary and don't be ashamed and don't shrink And if somebody calls you names, whoop de doo Even Jesus said, don't be afraid of what man can do to your say about you, but be afraid of him who's got the power to wad your soul up and throw it into hell. That would be God. That's whose throne you stand before. You don't stand before Oprah's throne on Judgment Day. You don't stand before the throne of the LGBTQ community. You don't stand before the throne of any political party or pundit or news organization or some social media organization or your best friends, or your worst friends, or your family members. You stand before the throne of God, and you will answer to him, and him alone on that day. Keep that in the back of your mind. It doesn't matter what these other folks say. You don't stand before their throne of judgment. So don't be afraid. Speak it boldly loudly clearly and let the chips fall where they're going to fall and yeah you may be ripped down off of social media may yeah, you probably lose a friend or two or ten yeah you'll probably get in trouble with uh, somebody you work with or maybe even your boss so what stand for the truth and fight i've done it and i've paid some prices and i've lost relationships over the years and i've lost jobs over the years for standing up for what i knew darn good well was right and I would do it all again. There's not one thing I would change in that. I would do it all over again. And here I am, and I'm still here, and I'm still standing. Well, technically right now I'm sitting. And talking, yakking at you on this microphone, on this little podcast. Let's take a break. More Christian Talk that rocks straight ahead. Don't be afraid.
3: Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the five loves of a Jesus freak. Write them down. Hide them in your heart. Here they are. Love God. Love his word. Love your enemies. Love your neighbor. Love truth. Sound easy? Not likely. If all that does come too easy for you, you're probably not working hard enough. On the other hand, these five loves should become second nature to any authentic Jesus freak if you let God's grace soften your heart. One more time, love God, love his word, love your enemies, love your neighbor, love truth. Amen. Jesus Freaks Radio is brought to you by
2: DC Talk, the voice of the martyrs, in this station.
6: Welcome to The Truth Today. What is truth? What does your church teach? What are you willing to learn and turn around? and they will gather together his elect from the four winds of the earth, from one end of heaven to the other. Such terrible days are coming, and good news right after it. Are you going to be the elect, the chosen? It's up to you. Follow God's commandments, read the Bible, and learn his truth. This has been Truth Today. Soros-backed
4: Global Disinformation Index, critics are saying, is a tool for election-swaying censorship. Being reported by Sean Moran, Breitbart.com. Paul Fitzpatrick is the president of the 1792 Exchange. He told Breitbart News Daily that the foreign disinformation advocacy organization Global Disinformation Index possibly changed some elections outcomes because it chokes off information. Another organization that doesn't want truth coming out, you see. Now, Fitzpatrick is speaking to Breitbart News Daily host Alex Marlowe about the increasing po- uh, politicization of corporations. 1790s at Exchange is an alliance of families trying to drive corporate America back to neutrality to preserve free speech and free enterprise. See, this is what's kind of even gotten scarier because a lot of big corporations, which means big money, and, and I'm not against necessarily big corporations, <clears throat> and I've worked for a few. Uh, but when big corporations and governments start getting into bed in, in, in a way like this to start controlling narratives and speech and movement and, and commerce and things, this is when it starts to get to be problematic. Okay, This is when we start to have problems. I'm all for free enterprise. I'm all for capitalism. I'm a capitalist pig. I make no apologies for that. But capitalism, just like any other system, when, when the moral underpinning comes out from under, underneath it, it becomes very corrupt. In fact, even our constitution, one of, the, one of our founders said that our constitution is designed only for a, a morally religious people. With, uh, if, if not that, then it comes apart. Uh, Fitzpatrick and Marlowe discussed how the Global Disinformation Index, or the GDI, a foreign think tank that receives funding from George Soros, Count Chocula, open society foundations has moved to target many news outlets under the guise of curbing disinformation but you see therein is where i uh, where the rub is for me well who is it or whom is it that is holding the yardstick to determine what is dis or misinformation how do i know they're reliable and who checks the checkers and who checks the facts who facts check the facts checkers GDI offers advertising clients a dynamic exclusion list, which lists the, the likenesses of an outlet to be at risk of spreading this information. As Breitbart News has detailed, GDI often labels right-wing, so-called, outlets as being at risk of spreading this information and left-wing and establishment outlets as being the least likely to spread this information. A little bit of bias there, maybe? Uh, Fitzpatrick noted that GDI was especially active during the midterm elections, no surprise, which could alter the outcome of the election due to its aim of choking off information it deems as disinformation, saying, quote, it was active in the months leading up to the midterm elections, and so we don't know how much information was blocked leading up to the midterm elections. Could that have changed the outcomes of some races that were very close? That's very possible. So, GDI is, in essence, a tool to choke information and thereby, in some cases, interfere with our election process. How about that? And this is foreign. Uh, Dr. Daniel Rogers, co founder and executive director of GDI, wrote an op ed for Time magazine calling for sweeping regulations, another fascist, uh, to block President Donald Trump or someone like him from getting elected. Oh, you said something that we don't like. Well, forget it. You're off the ballot you can't you can't hold public office cuz you're on our naughty list cuz you spread some kind of mis or disinformation or we think is mis or disinformation so you're out of there yeah again this is called tyranny this is called fascism gang FitzPatrick noted that american taxpayer dollars indirectly funded gdi through the state department's global engagement center yeah, that's right your state department federal government you see your federal government is in bed with these jokers all right you understand this your tax dollars at work Oracle, a tech giant known for its cloud and enterprise products, recently cut ties with GDI, thank God, citing GDI's efforts to curtail free speech. The 1792 exchange president noted that a Microsoft-owned company, Xander, also used GDI's dynamic exclusion list. Naughty list. Microsoft is using Xander to choke that revenue what it was doing was saying, nope, you want to target Breitbart listeners, Breitbart readers. You can't do that because Breitbart is labeled by this so-called independent GD as misinformation, and we don't have misinformation. You see? Fitzpatrick said that Breitbart News Daily listeners should pressure Congress to do more to hold oversight hearings on GDI and other companies that are stifling free speech. Quote, what we need to do, we, we need to demand, your listeners need to demand, that we have oversight hearings into these. Kind of, well, well, okay, but then, then what? You have these. We, listen, how many hearings have we been seeing and hearing? And then what's happening? What happens? Sadly, more often than not, nothing. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with hearings. I'm all for them if they produce something. If something's done, but it seems like nine times out of ten, nothing's done. I mean, there's a lot of exchanges and heated rhetoric and you know, nice clips that they, that these. Politicians can put on their re-election campaign uh, videos, you know, advertisements. But what's really done? I mean, who gets fined? Who goes to jail? You know, What happens? Well, usually not much. What we need to do, we need to demand, your listeners need to demand, that we have oversight hearings into these companies, especially when you have taxpayer dollars paying for it. So there you have it. Uh, There are forces within and without our nation that don't want truth to come out. That's why it's all the more important to speak it, to speak it plainly, often, boldly, and loudly. There's never been a time where it's been more important that I can think of. There's never been a time. And now is that time. Make no bones about it. Now is that time. Uh, re- remember uh, remember Robert Reich? Remember that guy? Yeah, he's being blasted for wanting to interfere in elections as well, demanding a ban on Trump as a candidate. He's right in there with uh, these uh, GDI folks. Uh, of course, a, a lot of, a lot of those who don't like Trump, and I'm no flag waiver for Trump, but uh, many have used a, a conspiracy theory cooked up by the Clinton campaign in 2016, which a lot of people still buy, along with the FBI, about Donald Trump's Russia collusion to try to get and keep him out of office. The theory, of course, long has been debunked. They claimed he wasn't allowed to ask Ukrainian officials about corruption there somehow, and tried to impeach and remove him for doing that, because somehow that was just a big no-no to ask about corruption in Ukraine. You just just can't do that. They've also claimed he actually aimed to and tried to overthrow the U.S. government when the riot happened at the Capitol on January 6, 2001, which was despicable. I've I've been very critical of that. Uh, It was also despicable for an unarmed woman to be shot while she was in a crowd. Uh, a guy who just took a shot at her through glass in a crowd and, and came close to hitting his own uh, fellow uh, Capitol Police officers. You don't do that. That's against protocol. Of course, the facts of the day fall short of supporting claims that it was an insurrection. But there are still many out there that still make the claim that, in fact, they've shown a willingness to actually destroy America's democracy in order to pursue that demolished Trump agenda. According to a new column from a constitutional expert, Jonathan Turley, who is a Democrat, by the way, Democrat, uh, he cites recent comments from Robert Reich, or his uh, the late, <laughs> late Russian, him Robert Reich, oh. who was a labor secretary for Bill Clinton, and now is at Berkeley. <laughs> Anybody surprised there? He's already known for his increasing anti-free speech views. Remember, Berkeley used to be the place for like free speech, rah rah rah. Now it's like, eh, forget free speech. What happened? Of views through the years, including characterizing the rest- restoration of free speech on social media as tyranny, Turley wrote. Yeah, restoration of free speech on social media is tyranny. Wow, got a fr- strange definition of tyranny, pal. This is according to Turley. He wrote, now he's claiming that Trump can be barred from running for president in 2024 because he committed treason. Really? Turley explained, the argument is entirely without merit, but that does not prevent the media from repeating this flawed but uh, cathartic claim. Reich makes an argument uh, voiced by many on cable news that Trump is barred under the explicit language of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. Which prohibits anyone who held public office and who has engaged in insurrection against the United States from ever again serving in public office. That was to deal with uh, lawmakers and maybe higher-ranking generals and so forth in the Confederacy. That's what that was about. It was about the Confederacy after the Civil War. The provision adopted after the Civil War when members of the Confederacy were found returning to Congress does ban those who shall have engaged in insurrection and rebellion against the U.S. from holding office. Has been used by the Democrats, like Representative Bill Parsell, Democrat from New Jersey, to try to remove dozens of members of Congress, and has been pushed by Democratic lawyer Mark Elias, Charlie said. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, of the disease of Congress and Democrat from California, has fueled these efforts and declared that it is essential that we preserve the narrative of January 6th. Part of that narrative is that this was not a riot, but an insurrection, an actual rebellion against our country. Uh, Pelosi's concern over the viability of that narrative is well-based as as shown by a CBS News poll. The majority of the public does not believe that this was an insurrection, despite the mantra-like repetition of members of Congress and the media, Turley said. Yeah, I didn't see a whole bunch of people with guns and cannons blowing up the the Capitol building there. Uh, That's of no account, whoever he added, to Reich, who views the necessity of change, of, of the charge, rather, let alone a conviction, as a triviality. Reich believes that this is all that is required to bar the leading candidate running on the Republican side. Imagine the implications of what he is suggesting. He would bar candidates based solely on how he viewed their conduct in prior years as fostering insurrection, or his definition of it, I suppose, according to Turley. Democrats now want Secretaries of State to refuse to allow Trump's name on the 2024 ballot. Watch, watch if, if, if you don't, don't do that or try that. While consistent with someone who warned that free speech is tyranny, this is not the defense but the denial of democracy. Under Reich's approach, Republicans could bar Hillary Clinton or others from the ballot for what they viewed as treasonous Sachs. No criminal charge or conviction is needed. It is just based on what we saw in prior years. Surely war, just somebody's opinion, in other words. One of the Democrats' complaint against Trump is that while he perhaps has been more blunt in charging misbehavior during the 2020 election, he says it was stolen. His views are reflective by tens of millions of, of Americans. A poll, in fact, showed recently that nearly half of the Democrats across America believe that cheating impacted the results of the 2020 midterm elections. Of course, he also believe that the 2016 elections were stolen by the Russians. Uh, those Rasmussen report statistics offer support for President Trump's allegations the 2020 election was a stolen, a charge he's often made. A report from Just the News describes the Rasmussen results. In fact, the poll: 62% of respondents think the government likely is ignoring evidence of widespread election fraud. It revealed 6 of 10 voters, this is this is just voters from all across the board, it reveals that 6 of 10 voters believe that cheating uh, changed the 2022 midterm results, and only 35% believed it's not likely that it happened. Of the 60% of respondents who said it is likely cheating, uh, f- affecting the outcomes of some of the races, that it is likely that cheating, by the way, is affecting uh, some of the outcomes of the races, 37% said it is very likely, the report explained. Forty percent of Democrats believe cheating uh, probably impacted some outcomes, and they were joined by 78 percent of Republicans. So a majority of Americans, according to Letis Rasmussen, and poll, believe that the last several election cycles have been altered by cheating. <laughs> so uh, are they treasonous people, too, that all need to be, like, you know, rounded up by the FBI and the military and taken out and shot? I mean, come on. Then again, Robert Reich, who's a big socialist Marxist anyway. Big Keynesian econ- uh, economist and all nine yards. Uh, nothing surprises me that comes out of that guy's mouth, anyhow. But this is the kind of nonsense that is that has caught some traction in some circles, especially with some politicians and especially your main stink media, who is doing everything they can in their power to control the narrative. Everything. And they're starting to lose, gang, which is why they're pushing stuff like this. See, Reich knows the jig is up. These people know that they're losing. They're losing the war on information. They're losing the war against truth. They know it. So now they're getting desperate and taking desperate measures and passing laws to violate uh, your freedom of speech up in Minnesota. Minnesota! Minnesota! okay heartland of america i mean minnesota land of milk and cookies baseball mom apple pie good old minnesotans um <laughs> there's politicians out there that say yeah maybe but you know it depends on how you say it and the way you say it and what you say, and we're going to be the judge of that. This is, let this be the clock on the wall that tells you what time of day it is. If nothing else, if nothing else, all right? This is where we're at, gang, and we're at a very a critical crossroads in interna- our We haven't been at this big of a crossroads since, I guess, the American Revolution or the Civil War, really. I mean, this is one heck of a crossroads. We're there. We're there. Which road are you taking? Which road are you taking? This is a time to search the soul. Uh, As as Thomas Paine wrote, you know, this isn't the time for the summer patriot. They're long gone. These are times to try men's souls. We're there. We're there. What's your part in this? What's your part in this uh, fight of sorts? And I'm using again that term uh, loosely. It's not a time for violence. A time for truth-telling. It's not a time for revolutions. This is a time for solutions. This is a time for peaceful, peaceful, peaceful non-compliance okay will there be cost? sometimes when you do this you better believe there will look at the prices that our founding fathers paid thank god they were willing to do that some pay with their lives i don't think we're quite at that desperate of a moment but the moment is very desperate it's incredibly desperate But if you stand, if you stand on the truth with the truth, in the end you'll make it. And the forces of darkness and the forces of lies and deception will have to back down. They know they're losing. They can feel the ground moving out from underneath them. They know they're losing. That's why they're desperate. That's why they're hearing so much ridiculous stuff because they know, and seeing ridiculous stuff, because they know the jig is about up. They know the jig is up. And by the way, truth in and of itself is kind of its own judgment. And these folks know it. The hammer's coming down on their heads. And they don't like it. More Christian Talk that Rocks as we move into the second hour. Stand by.
6: screen cracked? Oh, no. No problemo. Martinsville's premier store for all wireless repairs. Yes, it's Bo Knows Wireless. Certified technician for service on iPhone, Android, iPad, and tablets. Yes, all phones specializing in screen repairs. Bo has prepaid phones starting at $60 and unlimited prepaid services starting at just $30. They have carrier services on five different prepaid services from Verizon, Page Plus, Total Wireless. Net 10, and others. If you want your phone right, it's got to be done at Bow Nose Wireless. For repairs, buy, sell, and trade, it's Bow Nose Wireless. Stop in at 1620 Virginia Avenue, across from Sports Lane in Martinsville. Call them at 638 6380. That's 638 6380. Bow Nose Wireless. Nose Wireless. Nose Wireless. -nose wireless. -nose Nose Wireless.
1: It's time for a laugh. This is the Family Comedy Minute with your daily dose of comedy. Safe for the entire family. Now here's comedian David P. Dean.
6: And how many of you parents have ever heard this from your kids? Mom and Dad, you're weird. You're strange. Have you heard that from your teenage daughter? You're weird. We have a 17-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter. We have Alex and Hannah. That's Hannah's big line. You're weird. You're strange. And then how does she greet her friends?
1: See me after church, going up to the pastor. Great sermon. Ah! No. <laughs> I'm Tim Detellis, and you've been listening to the Family Comedy Minute, a positive boost for your day. Visit us online at familycomedyradio.com.
6: Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only eighty nine ninety nine at Suit City. Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits, and blazers and suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacy Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties, and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best. Suit City has pasta robes, men's suits, and dress suits, blazers plus men's shirts. Why rent a tuxedo when you can buy at Suit City at only $89.99. Visit our website at SuitCityUSA.com That's SuitCityUSA.com SuitCityUSA.com Look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City with stores in Collinsville, Danville, and Rono. Hi, I'm Danny Ilo. You may know me as an
5: actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill the values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So, remember to hire smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call 888-44-SALUTE or visit
6: saluteheroes.org. Phone screen cracked? Oh no! No problema! Martinsville's premier store for all wireless repairs. Yes, it's Bo Nose Wireless, certified technician for service on iPhone, Android, iPad, and tablets. Yes, all phones, specializing in screen repairs. Bo has prepaid phones starting at $60 and unlimited prepaid services starting at just $30. They have carrier services on five different prepaid services from Verizon Page Plus Total Wireless net 10 and others if you want your phone right it's got to be done at bow nose wireless for repairs buy sell and trade it's bow nose wireless stop in at 1620 virginia avenue across from sports lane in martinsville call them at 638-6380 that's 638-6380
3: everybody online looking good
4: Kind of in
8: the mood for some stimulating conversation. Start
3: sequence.
5: Five, four, three, two, one. And now, Christian Talk that rocks. Get in on the discussion now. Lines are open. And now, here's your host, Richie L.
4: Oh, yes, you're in, in the second hour, well, and now to the second hour of Christian Talk that rocks. A couple of the websites for you, ChristianTalkThatRocks.net or ChristianTalkThatRocks.com. Live on our email address is Talk to Richie L at gmail.com. T-A-L-K-T-O-R-I-C-H-I-E-L at gmail.com. Several ways to get this broadcast and podcast format here, just a handful. Anchor FM, Player FM, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Mixerbox, CastBox, Radio.net, just to name a few. lot more than that. Flagship station WMVA, The Gold Rush, which can be found at WMVARadio.com, Odyssey.com, and Radio.net, where they rebroadcast Friday's show on Saturdays, or the last show of the week, whatever day that falls on, on Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon, Eastern. Also, a uh, newest affiliate Net News Network at netnewsnetwork.net, where select episodes of this show are available and posted there for you to uh, download free of charge and check out at any time. By the way, Net News Network, the website is netnewsnetwork.net, is a legitimate journalism, real journalism, real world uh, news site, so you can check them out anytime. Free to download stuff, free to hang out and peruse and so on and so forth. Also, uh, last but not least, Thunderous Radio, which uh, this show is streamed on live whenever it's, it is live during the week, uh, 2.06 p.m. Eastern to roughly 4 p.m. easternish. Uh, by the way, you can find the hyperlink for Thunderous Radio at christiantalkthatrocks.net or christiantalkthatrocks.com. You can also search streamiter.com, mytuner.com, and radio.net. You're going to look for the icon that says Thunderous Radio that has its, it'll be kind of black and blue, that has a lightning bolt kind of coming down one side and then Thunderous Radio written on the other, okay, just to distinguish from some other Thunderous radios that are floating around out there. Hopefully within the next 30 to 45 days, I'm hoping, sometime, let's put it this way, by the tail end of May, maybe around mid-June, to have ThunderousRadio.com back up and running. Too long of a story to get into what happened there, but long story Kind of got burned by somebody, by a company, but I'll leave them nameless at the moment. But uh, we're going to eventually relaunch that website, okay? Bigger and better and bolder and all that. So you can just go there, click on links, boom, listen to the show live whenever it's on, and and listen to other things as well that also stream live on Thunderous Radio and other talk shows and so on and so forth. You can check it out. So uh, looking at Uncle Joe... And some craziness going on the, the the Biden family. I think no one would argue as incredibly dysfunctional, incredibly fouled up, incredibly messed up. A lot of us come from those kinds of dysfunctional families, so I'm not going to throw big rocks. But here's the thing: uh, there's some some pretty squirrely junk that's been going on. I think the laptop has revealed a lot of that. Now, how much is actually illegal? that joe biden was involved with or not i don't know i'm not an attorney i think he was compromised with the chai no doubt i don't see how you can avoid that i think he i think he and his presidency have been compromised by all the business dealings that he has benefited from that his son has benefited from that family members have benefited from there's no doubt that they have the, the, the again the, the question is were lines crossed over into illegality you see that i'm not so sure in terms of joe biden That I'm not so sure. Maybe. Could be. I don't know. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not up on all that. Again, I keep saying that a lot of times things that are smarmy and unethical aren't necessarily illegal. Now, maybe we should have some guardrails and some laws in place to keep this kind of nonsense from happening in the future if it is legal. If it turns out that, well, what he did was bad and bad for the country, but he didn't break any laws. But I believe he is compromised, like it or not, by the CHICOM government. And understand that when you do business with communist Chinese companies, you are doing business whether you realize or not, in, in terms of larger and mid sized companies anyway, you are doing business either directly or indirectly, whether you realize or not, with a Chi Com government, because that's the way it works in a communist nation. The communist government controls the corporations. I mean, directly, in most cases, directly. They're in there. So you're dealing with them whether you realize or not, like it or not, or want it or not. There's no way around it. You need to understand that that is how it works with a communist regime, especially communist China. They control the big corporations and industries. That's the way it works under communism. That's the way it works under fascism. Okay, They're not free market like we are, or at least as free market as we sort of kind of are, not entirely. They don't work under a capitalist system. In a communist Marxist system, that's how it works. So you cannot do business deals and wheels and deals with, with big Chinese corporations and not be dealing with, either directly or indirectly, typically it's directly with, whether you realize it or not, with the communist Chinese regime, with tyrants, with fascists, with some bad folks. Now, I'm not saying all Chinese folks are bad. Hear what I'm saying. but not what I'm not saying. Okay, I think Chinese people are lovely people. I think they're going to revolt. Listen, I think one of these days, if I'm understanding my Bible correctly, I think one of these days they're going to tell the Chai government to hit the road, and they're going to and they're going to have an emperor again running things. I could be wrong, but having said that, the Chai government is evil. There's just there's just no way around it. The stuff that they do to Christians, the stuff that they've done to the Uyghurs, the the, the stuff that they've done to people who spoke out and revealed what was going on with this COVID nineteen nonsense. Yeah, a lot of those doctors. And a lot of those scientists have vanished because they're in gulag somewhere breaking rocks or they're dead. You know, they they have the uh, concrete boots on. And they're down at the bottom of a lake somewhere, you know, mafia style. So these are the kind of, of, of bad eggs that you deal with. Um, so given all of that, though, it, this is kind of a sad story in a way, but shouldn't surprise anybody. Shouldn't surprise anybody. All right, we have Hunter Biden now in trouble. He's, he's in big trouble because uh, of child support, back child support potentially, and future child support on his uh, illegitimate daughter, if you will. He had an affair, a fling with a stripper. She got pregnant. And she has a four-year-old girl, which the uh, Biden family and Joe Biden just won't acknowledge. And by the way, it's been proven with DNA. It's not, it's not alleged. They they proved, the courts proved in Arkansas with DNA, yeah, this is your kid, Hunter. But the family won't mention her. Hunter's trying to fight the thing. He's been hiding out in the White House. Hunter's been trying to fight the thing. Okay? Um, And I'm going to let you hear a clip in just a minute from Uncle Joe. But it is, it, it, to me, it is absolutely... Absolutely despicable, despicable. That uh, the family won't recognize this little girl. She's four years old. She's his granddaughter, but see, it's not politically expedient. So they'll there's Joe Biden is such a political animal. His family his family are such political machines. The whole thing is such a political machine that they will not acknowledge anything that kind of besmirches. Or looks bad on that machine. They just won't even go there. This isn't because he's something mentally going up top. That, that can't be used as an excuse on this. Maybe on some other things he's, he's pulling. But not this. Joe Biden falsely claims he only has six grandchildren. No, he has seven. Ignores Hunter Biden's out-of-wedlock child. Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, of course, he got has a child out-of-wedlock with a with a former stripper living in Arkansas. This being reported by Wendell Yusbo, Breibart.com. President Joe Biden on Thursday falsely claimed he only has six grandchildren, ignoring Hunter Biden's out-of-wedlock child. Um, Navy Joan Roberts, whose mother, that's her name, whose whose, uh, mother Hunter has been paying child support to, even he has has an ongoing court case to reduce the payments because he's he's claiming poverty. (laughs) Really? Uh, Navy Joan Roberts, who's the four-year-old girl, Hunter Biden fathered out of wedlock four years ago was ignored by Joe Biden during a take your child to work day, greet day at the White House. Said he has six grandchildren. I'm crazy about them. Let me let you hear the clip. Well, except for that fourth one. Except for that four-year-old, rather. That seventh one. That seventh one he's not real crazy about. He didn't call her. He didn't call her. But She's a grandchild of the president. But He's not going to admit that that one was out of wedlock. So, you know, we just won't go there. Even though that little girl has his blood in her. That little girl is his biological grandchild. But he won't go there. Not only is this creepy, this is despicable. This is despicable. That little girl did nothing wrong. Did he body? She didn't have to be born out of wedlock. Yeah, his stupid son did something stupid, but what? I mean, what else is new? His his son has made a career out of doing stupid things. Okay, and sometimes the acorn doesn't fall too far from the old oak tree. You know what I'm saying? But he, his son, yeah, had an error in judgment, probably drunk or high, whatever. Uh, hooked up with this uh, with this stripper, bingo bango, she has a kid. It's not the kid's fault, and it's Hunter's child. And he's trying to weasel out of the child support. Claiming poverty. Huh, yeah, right. Claiming poverty. For all I know, Joe Biden and Jill have never even met this kid. they never met the mom. I'm sure they've seen pictures. But they've never met the mom. Never met the little girl. don't have anything to do with her. Well, it's just like the little girl's garbage. Just put her off to the side. She's a spare part over here. This lets you know the mentality This lets you know the mentality of what's going on with the Bidens right now and the whole inner circle, the whole gang. Everybody in the White House knows it's Hunter's kid. The media knows it's Hunter's kid. The media's not talking about it because it makes Joe and the family look bad. The dysfunctionality. That's why people freaked out when Ashley's uh, little journal or diary suddenly went public. If that's legit, we don't know. I don't know. They flipped. Here comes the goon squad to grab it, tearing up um, Project Veritas's computers to try and look for it. James O'Keefe's computer's looking for information, trying to circle the wagons around the president. We can't make the pre- can't have the president looking bad. Just can't have that. I mean, this this is sick.
7: This is sick.
5: Absolutely.
4: Joe in his own words. I
7: have six grandchildren, and I'm no. Crazy that's a lie. You got them. seven.
3: I speak to so them every
7: single day. Seventh one, you're not. Not a joke. Matter of fact, yeah. I just got finished going through the calls, and uh, uh-huh. only one of them answered the phone. Uh, <laughs> but at least I got right. to leave a message. And I, my oldest granddaughter is named after one of my daughters who I lost in an accident a long time ago, and her name is Naomi. And then I have number two, I have a, a daughter who works in the environmental movement, and her name is Finnegan, and named after my mom. And number three, my granddaughter, I call her my all-American girl. She was a great little athlete, and she's about to graduate from college in about two weeks. And, and her, name, her name is, she's, every, the nickname we call her is Maisie. And then I have two other a granddaughter who I just spoke to did get to speak to, and her name is Natalie, and she is a senior in high school about to graduate and go off to college where her daddy went to school. And then I have a grandson who's going to be a senior in high school. And then now I have a new, a new baby boy, he's three and a half years old, and his daddy named him after his brother, my deceased son, and he's Beau Biden. So, and guess what? They're crazy about me.
4: Yeah. Crazy about you. And maybe they are. I hope they are. It's your granddaddy. Uh, but will that little four-year-old girl, will Navy have the opportunity to be crazy about Grandpappy Joe? I don't know. It's it's very sad. It's very sad. But it's not like the little girl's fault. It's like they're punishing her. you know, this isn't exclusive to the Bidens. I've I've seen this happen before, where a family just will have nothing to do with a kid that's born out of wedlock. Just have absolutely zero to do with that child. A lot of wealthy families do that sometimes. Because they're trying to protect the wealth and, you know, keep somebody from sort of wiggling in. And, yes, there are women who go out there and get pregnant on purpose so they can wiggle into a wealthy family. Yes, that happens. it, It absolutely happens. But you can't punish the child for the sins of the parents. That's not right. It's not fair. And Joe Biden, for all his, you know, claiming he's a good Catholic boy and, you know, this and that and the other thing, baloney. Baloney. He's a hypocrite of the worst sort. And this is despicable. And Jill knows better. Joe knows better. And this can't be blamed on mental stuff going on upstairs. The whole family knows better. They all know better. But they have rejected... This little girl who did nothing wrong. And they're her family. They're her family. But they have disowned her for no good reason other than what her mother used to do for a living. And because Hunter uh, couldn't keep his pants zipped. All right? And, yeah, I mean, both parents are to blame. I mean, it takes two to tango, right? You know. But why punish the little girl? She did nothing wrong. But here He lies. He goes so far as to lie publicly and lie to other little kids and lie to parents and lie to everybody. Like we're all so stupid. See, he thinks you're probably that stupid. This is the arrogance and elitism that just oozes from this this man and sadly some of his family members and uh, Dr. Joe Biden herself. This elitism, this we're better than thou, this self-righteousness. That just oozes. And especially a lot of the people that he surrounds himself with. Modern day scribes, Pharisees, Sadducees. Hypocrites. More Christian Talk that rocks. New report out now that Joe Biden's close advisors are worried about his age all of a sudden and his diminished energy for the campaign trail. Huh. Huh
5: that all about back with more more talk continues next with richie l more christian talk that rocks next this is max McLean. god created all things by his word how does the word have the power to create because his word is a person listen to the bible from john 1 in the beginning was the word And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. From John 1, listen to the Bible, it's great for the soul.
0: Hear more at radiobible.org.
5: Due to the strong
4: Christian views, factual subject matter, and truthful content, this show may not be suitable for certain wimps, weenies, or crybabies. Lister discretion is advised. Here's your host, Richie L. A little bit, sure. Why not? I'll let the mix play. You're in the mix. Radio dance mix. Christian punk and There you go. You know, you know dancing is a, is a form of praise of the Lord. See, right now I'm annoying the Baptist. Uh, who was it, it was uh, Chris Tomlin put out God's Great Dance Floor. <clears throat> what was it, about a year ago, year and a half ago, a year and a half ago, I think it was. Uh, I'm, sh- <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure that annoyed some folks. King David danced before the Lord. Well, he danced naked. I'm not. I'm not encouraging that. But um, and then what was it? Uh, his uh, one of his wives, Michael said boy put some clothes on get back in the house god said wait a minute (laughs) just because of that right there that attitude right there you're not having any more kids lady wow you know that's that's in your bible (laughs) all right so there's a report out now that uh joe biden's close advisors worry about his age diminished energy for the campaign trail being reported by wendell hughes but uh breitbart.com uh, his close advisors, Uncle Joe's close advisors, are worried about his age and diminished energy. All of a sudden, <clears throat> where, where have you been? As the president seeks reelection and faces the grind of a 2024 presidential campaign report, uh, detailed Friday, well, they'll just keep him in the basement, I mean, like they did before. He won't have to go out anywhere. Recent polling shows that 67% of voters believe Biden is too old to be president and 56% have doubts about his mental fitness. See, to me, it's not it's not so much the age thing as what's going on upstairs with his mental uh abilities with his cognitive abilities i really think that there's something going on he's either got dementia of some sort either caused by senility or maybe he has uh, alzheimer's or something else i don't know there's something else going on his gait you know he just he does that little shuffle um which a lot of older people do you know but that oftentimes means there's something going on up top and again, a part of me feels sorry for the man and his family. Part of me does. Part of me doesn't. Um, because I've watched how cruel that this stuff is and can be to both the victims. I'm talking about Alzheimer's and, and dementia and so forth, to both the victims and the family around them. To watch a loved one who's normally real bright and alert and sharp, and, and all of a sudden, you know, they don't remember who you are. They don't remember where they're at. I've watched this happen with several family members over the years, and it's heartbreaking. There's there's, there's nothing to compare to it, um, especially when someone that you love looks at you, like, looks at you like, who the heck are you? Do I know you? Uh, well, you know, you do, or you did. Those doubts appear to have crept into the White House. The President's advisors say Biden, who is 80 and would be 86 by the end of a second term, is mentally sharp. <laughs> no, he's not. But worry his age has diminished his energy needed for a rigorous campaign that, according to Axios, I don't know what these people are in denial about what's going on upstairs with Uncle Joe. They just are they're completely in the deep water in Egypt called denial. Well, many White House officials say they're amazed at Biden's stamina, often adding the caveat for his age. The report said before revealing that Biden does not like to hold public or private events outside the hours of 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Well see, people with um, with Alzheimer's or certain types of dementia, for some reason, there's a scientific reason, I don't know if they know really know why, that around sunset and later it tends to get worse. Some White House officials say it's difficult to schedule public or private events with the president in the morning, in the evening, or on weekends. The vast majority of Biden's public events happen on weekdays between ten AM and four P. M. That according to Axios. The report is confirmed by former White House Press Secretary Jan Circleback Saki, who said on the Marxist Socialist Nationalist Broadcasting Collective, also known as MSNBC, that Biden does not conduct business before 9 a.m. President Biden does nothing at 9 a.m., she said. He is a night owl. And that's also common with some mental stuff going on sometimes when, uh, you know, the, the dementia heads in. Uh, Biden's staffers have tried to work around his short battery life in 2023 by scheduling a small number of public events outside the times of 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The report detailed saying that since the beginning of this year, there have been very few events outside that time frame. Only four public events before 10 a.m. Have you noticed he's also had almost no press conferences? Just a dozen public events, and that's by, that's by design, because he couldn't he couldn't fly. Just a a dozen public events after 6 p.m., mostly dinners and receptions with foreign leaders or fundraisers. Twelve full weekends with no public events. The report about Biden's short working hours comes amid a slew of negative polling in April for the president. Nearly three-quarters of the United States' adults' residents believe Biden's America is out of control. Majority of Americans believe the nation is heading on the wrong track. Seventy percent of Americans feel financially stressed in Biden's America. Fewer than a quarter of Democrats feel excited about Biden's 2024 campaign. That's not good. For re-election. only 39 percent of Americans approve of Biden, down three points since uh, March. And actually, I've got a poll that's lower than that that I'll share with you in just a sec. A new uh, a Gallup poll that came out. So even those who are around the president, who are around the president all the time, are very concerned about his age. Not so much his mental acuities, which they should be more concerned about than anything else, but his age. Sometimes those do go hand in hand, but they think he's, 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 he's okay upstairs. Yeah, no, he's not. No, he is not. I'm not a doctor, but I don't need to be one. I'm not an ast- I'm not an astronomer, but I don't need to be one uh, to know what causes an eclipse and know that our Earth rotates around the sun. I mean, it's uh, some of this stuff is is pretty darn obvious, okay? Pretty darn obvious. Um, there is a a poll out now that's showing uh, Uncle Joe at his lowest lowest numbers since they were taken, since this particular polling agency has been taking polls. Okay. And right now they've got Joe Biden sitting at 37% approval rating. That's low. That's low. Um it's going to be, I'm not going to say it's going to be impossible, but I'm going to say that it is going to be incredibly difficult for uh, Joe Biden to win re-election with those kind of poll numbers, if they hold. If they hold. I just don't see how uh, that works. I just don't see how it works. I really don't. With those kind of poll numbers, I just don't see how that can work. But uh, according to the Gallup polling people, to the Gallup polling people, that's where he sits, across the board. 37% approval rating across the board. Of course, you know, it breaks down as, as it usually does by Repubs and Dems and, of course, more... More Dems are going to approve than than uh, Repubs, but what what has been noted in so many of these polls in recent months is how even among some of his own um, fellow Dems, he's losing uh, he's losing some ground. He's losing some ground, and if he continues to lose ground. Uh, I don't see how that doesn't ultimately affect, to some extent, his ability to be reelected. I don't think this makes it... I'm going to sit here and tell you that it makes it impossible. But I'm going to I'm gonna sit here and tell you it makes it awful darn difficult. I, I just don't see how he gets around it. I really don't. I just can't see it. And if he... Um, if he continues down this road, then I, I've, I just I just don't see it. I don't see how it can happen. When when you have when you, when you look like anybody with again brain cells firing together. Steps back, and looks at what's going on with our economy. Looks at what's going on with the country in general okay how can you come to any other conclusion but that since he's been in office things have kind of gone south now some people might say well you can't blame all that on him okay but you can blame a lot of it you know can, you, can, you can blame a lot of it so i mean how does he overcome this How does he overcome this? I don't know. I don't think he can. Those are um, those are bad numbers for anybody going into an election cycle. And of course, there is polls out now that sixty some, I think it's sixty seven percent of Americans think he's too old to run. He just uh, he just doesn't have it in terms of upstairs. I don't know that it, again. You know, there there are people that in their eighties that are sh- uh, just super sharp. I mean, really just click um, the, the guy that founded Home Depot what is he in his 80s or 90s he's up in his late 90s or so. anyway um, he's a real sharp guy he's on Neil Cavuto's show and some of these uh, economist shows and so forth and he's sharp I don't disagree with him but he, he's real sharp so I, I mean I, I think it's a I think that you can have somebody in their 80s or 90s be president. if they're if you know everything's cooking real good up top problem with Joe Biden is it ain't cooking real good up top. There's problems. We've got more Christian talk that rocks
5: straight ahead. Stay close. Hi, I'm Danny Ilo. You may know me as an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill the values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So, remember to hire smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call 888 44 salute or visit
6: saluteheroes.org. Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only $89.99 at Suit City. Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits and blazers and suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacy Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best Suit City has pasta robes men's suits and dress suits blazers plus men's shirts why rent a tuxedo when you can buy at Suit City at only $89.99 visit our website at SuitCityUSA.com that's SuitCityUSA.com SuitCityUSA.com look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City with stores in Collinsville Danville and Roanoke
4: Uh, so right here in Virginia, being reported by Dave Urbanski, TheBlaze.com, um, some Democrat lawmakers got caught on a hot mic ridiculing parental rights. You might have heard about this. If you haven't, I'll let you know about it. A pair of Democrat lawmakers here in Virginia were caught on a hot mic last week ridiculing parental rights as crap, stupid, and garbage. This is being also reported by Fox News, which some people would apply those adjectives to them, too, but <laughs> nevertheless, these days, but nevertheless, Uh, The cable network said that the Republican State Leadership Committee posted on social media recordings of State Senator Monty Mason and State Delegate Shelley Simmons blasting their GOP counterparts over SB 1515, a bill requiring pornography websites to verify a user's age as at least 18 before granting content access. What's wrong with that? Oh, you want 12-year-olds looking at porn? Really? Is that what you want, Monty and and Shelley? You You think that's cool? you have kids, you want them surfing the porn at age 11 or 10? Per also mocked Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed amendment to the bill that would have required children to get permission from parents to set up social media accounts and use websites to collect user data, such as online shopping sites. Again, what's wrong with that? A lot of sites require that anyway. On their own, regardless of this, uh, Fox News said the bill passed the state legislature, but Youngkin's amendment was rejected, the cable network added. Recordings were taken at a Friday meet and greet at Christopher Newport University. Fox News also reported they didn't want you to, uh, they, Chris, they, they, these folks I'm sure didn't want, want you to hear this, but, well, there are three real bills that were of consequence the hemp bill, uh, offshore wind adjustments that we ended up um, not even discussing. And one, he slapped that online parental garbage on pornography bill, Mason said on the recordings, Cable Network noted. Mason also said it's stupid to require uh, an extra step in the online shopping process to verify a buyer's age. What are you sending, a letter, he asked jokingly, Fox News said. In a second recording, Mason said there was no practical application to Youngkin's proposed amendment and accused Republicans of playing politics with digital advertisements against Democrats after the amendment's rejection, The Cable Network said. Uh, Quote, I mean, it's just all part of this parental crap that they're selling. Oh, parents shouldn't have any rights? Oh, okay. So those of you who live in Mason's district, remember that. Come time to vote again. Uh, That's when Simmons uh, tied the issue to her desire to keep the state Senate Democrat majority. This is why we have to keep the Senate. Because the House is in the hands of the Republicans and they can push through all kinds of stupid things. We rely on the Senate to kill it all, the cable network added. Um, the, the, the dismissive approach from the two Democrats towards parental rights comes less than a year and a half after Yunkin's sh- shock victory over former Democrat Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe in the state's 2021 gubernatorial election. Parental rights and education took a central role in the race amid rising concerns over the teaching of critical race theory and other woke subjects in schools. The concern led to the revolt against Democrats by suburban parents in Northern Virginia and around Richmond, despite tending towards a party in recent elections. It's unclear why Democrats would continue down the same course on such issues despite the election's outcome, because apparently they didn't learn their lesson. Fox News said it reached out to Simmons and Mason for comment, but did not immediately receive responses. Of course not, because these uh, these two folks won't, uh, (laughs) they don't want to own up to what just happened they were caught on hot mics you know a, there's a, a rule of broadcasting whenever you're around a mic consider it on even if it looks off and the mixer board is plugged in general equipment plugged into looks off consider it on it's kind of like a gun consider a gun loaded even, even when somebody hands it to you said it's unloaded consider it loaded even if they take the clip out and pull back the uh, the, the hatch on the chamber it, it's consider it loaded So, you got to do the same thing with microphones. You see a microphone anywhere, consider it on. Okay? Just word to the wise. Something that, uh, you know, all of us have learned the hard way, or most of us have learned the hard way in broadcasting and in recording, et cetera, et cetera, in the audio professions. Consider the mic on. Okay? (laughs) If you ever run a microphone, just consider it on and step away and go somewhere. If you want to talk, you know, uh, smack or whatever, get away from the microphone. Because you might get caught, you might get caught. Um. Anyway, that uh, I thought was kind of, kind of funny, but kind of sad in a way. Um. I I think that we are, and I have said before, we are in a new time. We're in a new time and place, so to speak, in this nation. Now Tucker Carlson got canned, or quit, or whatever happened hearing all sorts of weird rumors and you know you can't believe half of what you read on the internet obviously but Tucker Carlson um did throw out a video he did finally come up from his bunker in Maine and uh, he had a Twitter video which has blown up and it's gotten more than uh, I think about 60 million views so far being reported by Alex Nitzberg of the com. The video that Tucker Carlson posted to Twitter Wednesday night racked up, uh, as I said, in in less than 24 hours, 19 men, but I've heard it's closer to 60. And um, millions of likes. Carlson, of course, whose Fox News channel program had previously aired over uh, on weeknights here on on Fox News at around 8 p.m., posted his brief video at 8.01 p.m. on Wednesday, which I thought was interesting. Interesting timing on that, right? Um, Let me let you hear it. And this is Tuck himself. Now, a lot of people are real ticked off at <laughs> Fox News for this. And their their shares have plummeted a bit, uh, apparently, according to the ratings. And the people keep watch of that and Nielsen and so forth. They're bleeding. They've lost a lot of viewers. Which is not going to make the sponsors real happy. Because it's a numbers game in broadcasting. More eyeballs and or ears. Uh, generally speaking, the more people want to be on, and the more they'll pay. G- generally speaking, or the more revenue you'll have coming in, the less eyeballs, the less ears, the less revenue you have coming in. That's just it's just the numbers game. It's how it works. Broadcast has for decades. That's that's just the name of the game. That's how it works. Let me let you hear talk. And this is uh, again the video that he, he put out there.
1: Eight oh one Good evening, on it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's gotta be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them. That's and right. they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink, and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. He's right, and that's basically what I've been
4: saying for a long time as well. Um, he's, he's spot on on that. You like Tucker, I hate him, and a lot of people don't like him. And some people are happy he's gone, some people are pretty ticked off. And he'll be back. He, he'll emerge somewhere else. You know, he, he'll be okay. Um, he's, he's not broke. The man's pretty filthy rich. But on that point, he's right. And this is what I've been saying for a long time. We, we've got to speak the truth. We've got to come out. We've got to uh, get involved. Uh, but we've got to speak the truth and, and let the chips fall where they're going to fall. Let them fall where they're going to fall. Let whoever have a hissy fit have a hissy fit. You know, Let, let, them, let them freak out and scream and and meltdown and whatever—it's their problem, not yours. They're the ones that need psychological help, not you. When you tell the tr- when you tell the truth, that's healthy. That's that's freeing. Jesus and I said it earlier in the show. What Jesus said, "The truth shall set you free." All right. It's it. The, the secrets and the lies keep us sick. The truth makes us healthy. Truth is healthy. Let's take a break more question talk the rock straight ahead how about uh some stuff happening maybe in times square revival in times square new york that sound plausible could be that more straight ahead
3: are there some things about your life that you wish were different actually it's not too late for a change here's a moment with charles stanley I would like to give you at this moment the opportunity of changing the direction of your life, the eternal destiny of your life, and the condition of your life. And here's how you can do that. You can recognize honestly that you're a sinner, that you've sinned against God, and that you don't deserve anything. So the invitation is this to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and acknowledge that you've never trusted him as your Savior. You've tried to do good, but the Bible states that that doesn't work. He says, by works of righteousness which you've done, no person's ever been saved. I want to invite you to invite Jesus Christ into your life, asking him to forgive you of your sins, surrendering yourself to him personally, and saying, Lord, I want you in my life. I want you to live your life in and through me. I need the forgiveness of my sins. I do want to go to heaven when I die, but I want my life to count now. And most of all, I want Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Learn more about how Jesus Christ can change the course of your life. Visit us at intouch.org.
4: God is Love, you hear me say that at the end of this show, just about every time I do one. God is Love Takeover Uh, organizers are bringing the spirit of revival to, wait for it, Times Square, yeah, up in Nueva York. The God of Love is Love Takeover in Times Square is scheduled for May the 5th it being been reported by Courtney O'Brien, Fox News. God is Love Takeover event brings the spirit of revival to Times Square. The spirit of revival is alive and well, according to organizers of the upcoming God is Love Takeover in Times Square. Quote, the spirit of revival being all across this country right now, I believe that just that alone was enough to stir up people to say it's time for something to change. And according to Michelle Spence Jones, the founder of the Loved by God movement, and former City of Miami commissioner told Fox News Digital. Spencer Jones and Pastor Jewel Newman of the Holy Spirit Encounter in Georgia are helping organize the God is Love takeover in the Big Apple on May 5th, scheduled for the day after next Thursday's National Day of Prayer. The event will include a love walk and will also feature speakers and a prayer in a healing tent. The pair explained it comes on the heels of recent revivals across the country, most notably at Kentucky's Asbury University pastor jewel explained the significance of the of the title god is love quote god said that he desired for all people to be loved and that's the message i believe michelle had received is that for all people no matter who you are race color creed, individuality by the way she's african-american if that matters it it shouldn't and it really doesn't god just wants to love you he uh, uh he said and there's just been too much hate and that's been spread in this country and now to come back and say look We just want to come and just exhibit what true love is, let God's love permeate throughout all people. And that's one of the reasons why we think we need to come to New York. That would be New York, New York. Um, A lot of people just don't know that they're loved. Spence Jones added. And a lot of people have never received love or even know what love feels like. And we just feel like if we can just gather all in one place in one place, Times Square is a global stage. It's a way to demonstrate love in a whole other way. What better place to take their message of love than to the center of the world, Pastor Jewell added. Uh, they went on to say what the Holy Spirit really showed us was if we go all the way back to 9 11, when the two towers, or the two twin towers, were attacked, why were those attacked? He said, well, it's because it was the center of the world, it was the center of the global economy of the world. So people all around the world know New York City to be the center. And we believe it is the center of the world. And what better place to come to try and spread the message of God's love and to come to the center of the world? Spence Jones said that the day will include a love walk from 42nd Street to the middle of Times Square. They're asking participants to wear red for the occasion and help display various passages of scripture. The event will also feature worship time in the middle of Times Square, as well as a slew of speakers and a prayer and healing tent. Spence Jones said she expects people of all backgrounds to take part. Quote, we are able to mobilize people from all walks of life, black, white, Hispanic, Democrats, Republicans, independents. People don't care. Everybody's coming together on this global stage to demonstrate God's love in one place. Um, now, by the way, King's, the King's College is located in New York City uh, to polish and prepare students uh, they, uh, Pastor Jewel noted that the main festivities are from five to eight p.m. Which he, he, he joked are the hours that will be right in the middle of rush hour, right in the middle of Cinco de Mayo. By the way, <laughs> uh, that that night, of course, be happening in the middle of everybody out there probably be, uh, partying and maybe having some refreshments on that uh, that day, and of course eating nachos. And you know, uh, and so what better day for us to come and to be there in the middle of all that and just spread God's love? He said. Uh, the revival bug seems to be spreading across the country, with Pastor Jewell explaining that several people have been asking his advice on how they can organize takeovers uh, in their own cities. Both Spencer Jones and Jewell said that they had been inspired by the success at the recent revival in Kentucky's Asbury University, where many young people boldly expressed their faith in God. Speaking of which, uh, there is a new trend line, if you will, that's happening, Um. Surprising surge of young Americans turning to religion, being reported by Tyler Durden, ZeroHedge.com. The story of religious trends in America has been one of increasing disaffiliation among younger generations, but a new study reveals an unexpected resurgence of faith among youngsters in a post-COVID era. How about that? Some young adults had an awakening during COVID as the entire world crumbled around them. They were in search of a higher power to get through the government-forced lockdowns and controlled demolition of the economy, as well as watching loved ones and friends contract COVID-19 that some federal government agencies believe leaked from a Chinese lab. As reported by the Wall Street Journal, a new study commissioned by Spring Tide Research Institute found about one-third of 18- to 25-year-olds believe in a higher power, up from one quarter in 2021. The findings were based on polling data from December. Uh, For the church leaders and young adults, they are attributing the increase in faith to believing in a higher power during the COVID crisis. About that. For many young people, the pandemic was the first crisis they faced. It affected everyone to some degree uh, from this uh, from the loss of family and friends to uncertainty about jobs and daily life in many ways. It aged young Americans, and they are now turning to the same comfort previous generations have turned to during tragedies, for healing and comfort. Uh, Reverend Daryl Roberts, who is pastor of 19th Street Baptist Church in Washington D.C., said that the pandemic, job loss, and inflation, and increasing economic worries, had left many young people feeling vulnerable, and they are now turning to God for protection quote, we are seeing an openness to transcendence among young people that we haven't seen for some time. That according to Abigail uh, Visco, Robert, associate dean at Princeton Theological Seminary and an ordained pastor in the Presbyterian Church. In Los Angeles, Rabbi Nicole guchik said more young adults are attending Friday night services at the synagogue than ever before, she said. About that. Uh, quote, I think the demographic has a need to connect socially and spiritually. For many youngsters, the pandemic was the first crisis they'd ever faced while in the workforce and without support from their parents, or in some cases, their employers either. Believing in God gives you a reason for living and some and some hope, said Becca Bell, an 18-year-old college student uh, from uh, Piosta, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Piosta, Iowa. So this is kind of bucking the trend and of course we saw what happened in uh in asbury uh kentucky and that was mostly amongst younger adults college age adults 18 to 25 so this tends to sort of uh, lend credence to that that's that's cool that's cool and we should all be uh thankful to god for that that's amazing there's hope there's hope Finally, there's this being reported by World Net Daily. Heal our land. Faithful gather to rededicate uh, U.S. to God. It is we the people sensing we've got to save America because it's almost gone. A long list of well-known personalities, including Glenn Beck, Michelle Bachman, and many more, uh, gathered on Wednesday at Virginia Beach, Virginia, right here uh, in Virginia, to celebrate a Declaration of Covenant, a movement to rededicate America to God. Working with a number of organizations, including First Landing 1607, the event featured speakers confessing America's sins from failures in education to its failure to prevent abortion and for sins of its government. Uh, Former U.S. Representative Bachman, Republican from Minnesota, posted a video, and participants in the live-streamed event explained they were uh, at First Landing State Park, where in 1607 Christians dropped to their knees, erected a cross, and dedicated America to God. And not just to having God in America, but for the express purpose of transferring the gospel of Jesus to the whole earth. Another speaker on the podium was Glenn Beck, and coordinator Don- Donica Hudson issued a special invitation to Tucker Carlson. Donica Hudson, uh, uh, Hudson explained part of the impetus for the event was a recent call uh, from Beg for a Nation to Return to God in Prayer. The site included the message, quote, God warns in Leviticus twenty six thirty nine forty two that we will waste away in the lands of our enemies because of our sins and our ancestors' sins, but if we will confess our sins and the sins of our ancestors, their unfaithfulness and hostility towards God, which made God hostile towards them, then God says, I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac, and my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land. Likewise, as we humbly repent, God Will Remember Our Forefathers, 1607 First Landing, uh, Land Dedication, Covenant, Hear Our Prayers, Forgive Our Sins, and Heal Our Land. Uh, that's also found Second Chronicle Chronicles 7.14. Uh, additional speakers uh, scheduled included historian William Federer, uh, Wall Builders founder David Barton. Uh, Robert A.G. of BannersForFreedom.com pointed out there was a ragtag group that decided to re-covenant America back to God. Hudson said people know we're losing our country and Americans are the last ones standing in the way of a one-world government. It is we the people sensing we've got to help save America because it's almost gone. Greg Hutchins of First Landing 1607 said God has never forgotten the covenant we have. He will honor some of the smallest of events or smallest of circumstances and build something. Hudson confirmed that the rededication now will be an annual Event, one social uh, media contributor provided a comment, attributing attributed actually to uh, uh, old Abe Lincoln. Uh, You remember him? I want to say. Quote, we have been the recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven. We have been the, preserved these many years in peace and prosperity. We have grown in numbers, wealth, and power as no other nation has ever grown. But we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which has preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own intoxicated with unbroken success we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace too proud to pray to the god who made us it behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power to confess our national sins and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. That from old Abe Lincoln. I think old Abe Lincoln, no matter how you feel about him, was was definitely right on that. On that note, got to go. Sure to check out the websites, christiantalkthatrocks.net or Christian com. Do take care and remember, God is love. See you next time.